Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Holy Human with Leanne Rimes is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome, my loves, to the third season of Holy Human with me, Leanne Rhymes. I cannot believe we are at three seasons already because in many ways, I feel like we are just getting started. And I am so honored and appreciative of you all being here to share this incredible conversation I had with today's guest. Mel Robbins is a former lawyer turned CNN legal analyst turned bestselling author and talk show host. Mel is also one of the most widely booked public speakers in the world. Her videos have over a billion combined views, a billion, which is crazy, including her TEDx talk, How to Stop Screwing Yourself Over. I think we'd all learn a lot from that. (laughs) That one has over 27 million views alone. Mel's books include The Global Phenomenon, The Five Second Rule, and her latest is The High Five Habit, Take Control of Your Life with One Simple Habit. I got so much out of this book that I actually read it twice and I hit it off with Mel so well that we're going to break up our marathon talk into two really enlightening, fun episodes. Here, my friends, is part one with the feisty and fascinating Mel Robbins. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for coming on the Holy Human Podcast. It is truly an honor to have you. I'm very honored. Well, thank you for having me. Why are you honored? 
Because I think you're badass. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I do. I That's do. pretty I, cool coming from another badass. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I am. Um, yeah, I'm just always just amazed at your authenticity. And it's, I think that I put myself out there um, in that way. I mean, this is kind of what I, why I started this podcast was to be able to connect with people on a real human level. And I just love, I love your humanity. And it's, I think it's rare that we tell people that. <laughs> like, I love to see your humanity and it's beautiful. So thank you for being so open and sharing your humanity with everybody. Well, you know, you and I uh, have a shared experience in that we have both either fallen into or dug holes for ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, the process of trying to climb out of those holes is what always leads you to both a better place in your life and to a lot of wisdom. And it's not mm -hmm. the easiest process. I mean, I, I personally would uh, have rather uh, taken a class, gotten a PhD, uh, and avoided the mistakes that I've made in my life. But I think the humanity or the authenticity that you see is a function of the fact that I spent so many years of my life lying Mm -hmm. pretending to be somebody I wasn't, beating myself up, that when I finally got to the other side of that and realized how freeing it is to accept yourself and to just be yourself, the good parts and the bad parts, and know that we're all a work in progress, it's just so much fucking easier <laughs> to live your life that way. Yeah, it is. It, there's so much energy that goes into hiding that it doesn't, the, all the energy goes there. And then you miss out, like, on what I found is you miss out on creativity, you miss out on life. And because you've been stuffing down, you know, all of your humanity, basically, and keeping trying to keep this facade, and it is, it's exhausting. So it's wonderful yeah. to hear. And everybody's doing it. Everybody Everybody's is doing, doing it. it. And it's not the thing that everybody wants to be doing. Right? No, no. I, I think that we, um, you know, what, what, what I'm sure we'll get into is that most of us are simply trying to survive. Mm -hmm. And we are doing the best that we can with the patterns of behavior and the patterns of thinking and the hard wiring based on the experiences of our childhood. And I spent many, many decades of my life banging my head against the wall going, why the fuck can't I just tell the truth? Why do I have to constantly screw everything up? Why can't I change this behavior? And I now understand why. I was trapped in patterns of thinking and I was trapped in patterns of behavior that I wasn't even aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's layers to that because you become, you know, I feel like I've done and I'm sure you've been there, too. Like you've done so much work and so much expansion. And then you get to this place where you're like, yeah, I'm thriving. And then all of a sudden, like you hit a new wall and you're like, whoa, there's a new one. I wasn't even aware was there. There's a there's an old pattern that I didn't even recognize until, you know, eight, 10 years into digging into these patterns. So I think it's a lifelong thing. It's a lifelong thing that we I've learned. I've I've actually learned to enjoy it. It's like, oh, 
you know, I really, think I, what's your secret? <laughs> I certainly don't. Like, I, I'm waiting for things to be easy and fun. I don't, I don't know how oh. the hell you're enjoying this. Well, easy and fun. <laughs> um, I guess maybe I'm putting the ease and the fun into the expansion and the digging. You know, the all of this stuff that I'm learning for me. It's like I think why I enjoy. So, it what is, are you? What are you constantly? What are you grappling with right now in your life? What do you mean? Like, is like, there um, a pattern of a behavior? Like, what is the place where? Whether you like it or not, life is trying to, quote, expand who you are or your consciousness. Mm-hmm. What is the experience that's testing you? Ooh, that's a good question. I think one of the biggest things for me, and I think maybe you can relate to this because of going, like you're saying, digging our own graves in a way, uh, falling into them, <laughs> digging our way back out of them. Um you know, for me being in the public eye for so long, it's been, it's been a challenge to remain open hearted and fully in the world when all I want to do is protect myself. I mean, it just even starting this podcast took me so much just to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to step fully into this other new place in my life and suck at it possibly and whatever it may be, but I'm going to try something new. And that's, I love, I've loved seeing you try new things. You try new things all the time on, you know, on Instagram and share them with everyone. And it's, that's where I've come to this place in my life where I'm, I used to not want to try anything new because I thought I was going to fail at it and there would be the whole world watching. And now I've, I'm really kind of stepping into this new place of, of trying new things. And it's, but keeping my heart open in the process and not closing down is really my, where my rub is currently. I would imagine, um, <laughs> you know, just to, just to share a little bit when we were getting ready to, you know, do this interview with you, I of course am a professional stalker. So <laughs> I start by Googling, right. you know, like why would you ever show up to an interview, not prepared, not knowing uh, who you're talking to or what their audience is. That's just pure laziness. And I had no idea about the controversy related to cheating and your marriage. Mm. No idea. And I share that with you because, number one, I can't even imagine what it must be like to have so much of your life talked about in the public eye And I think for those of us that don't have the kind of celebrity or the reach that you have, it must feel like every day of your life, you're walking back into the high school gymnasium. And even though you're 40 years old, the shit that people were saying back in high school is what's kind of brought up all the time. And so I want to know, how do you deal with that? Because I applaud the fact that you're now putting, you're putting yourself out there and you're owning kind of what happens next, right? That's the best way to deal with what people are saying while you own your own fucking story, right? right? Yeah, I'm creating what happens next. And it's how I deal with it. And maybe, I mean, because you're, you're in that space too, where people know you, you, you are, yeah, you've you've become this like household name through your books. And because you are so relatable, I think people really something that I think it's something that happened to me, too, because I grew up in the public eye. People think they really know you like you're their friend, sister, they're part of their family. And so they have a lot to say. Um, and so 
you know, I, for me, I have realized that everybody can only see through the lens in which they view life through. And that used to be like, that used to be this kind of philosophical like idea more so than it used to be embodied for me. And now I've, I've really come to understand that we all are responsible for the lens in which we view life through. And so mm. when people, when you say, I'm still walking back into that gym, you know, and I, and people are still having the same conversations about me. Well, I'm sorry. You still stuck there. Like, that's how I feel about it. It's like, cause I'm not, and I'm far gone. And like, you're, you know, I'm creating, I'm creating my story from here on out that, yeah, that was a part of my story. Yeah. I'm, I do own it fully. And when you take ownership of those pieces of yourself, um, you get to rewrite your story from that moment on. And that's what, you know, that's what I find so beautiful about you is that you have, you have owned all these pieces of your story and you also, you create art. I, I think you're a great artist because you create art with your, with the two books that you've written, um, the five second rule and the high five habit. You've, you've created art from these deep vulnerable places in your life. And I think that's what great artists do. Like they learn the lesson and then they can go teach um, if you're so lucky to be able to have the platform to do that. And you have taught from these very vulnerable places. And I, I wonder, like, have you ever thought I shouldn't have shared that or like this is too vulnerable? Is there ever uh, is there ever a rub anywhere for you in a, any part of your life? Never, uh, not with my life. But there is one uh, line that I draw. And I learned this the hard way. And that is, I don't share anything related to my kids mm. unless I have their permission. And there is so much amazing shit that goes on in our family <laughs> that would be just incredible stories and relatable crap. And I would love to just in real time get on with my 23 and 21-year-old daughters <laughs> and hash out all the shit going on with their friends and the boyfriends and the hookups and the this and the that or my son and his, like, I would love that. But that is not what they want for their lives. And right. I know that even if I were to disguise the story, it gets back and then impacts them. Mm -hmm. And so that's the only area. I hope at some point there's a shift there because I feel like there's, our family is extraordinarily open with one another. And I think that it's one of the things that I have done extremely well. And that is I've really focused on doing my best to not grip my children with a death vice <laughs> and try to make them into what I want them to be. I have tried very hard to resist that urge and to take a step back and to um, really try to help them figure out and become who they're meant to become. And the one time it really, really is hard is when one of our kids has an anxiety spike it is so triggering that I just want to swoop in and fix it. And that's actually the worst thing that you could do as a parent. Yeah. I mean, man, as a parent, thank you. Uh, you know, as a, I wish all parents could be that way. I, I, you know, my parents were 
challenged in that way of, uh, you know, really wanting me to be something very specific. And to hear you say that, I know my husband, I have two stepsons and my husband is so great in that way with, with his kids. Um, they are very, very different than him. And it's wonderful to see him support them in becoming their own individual human. And, you know, as, as a stepmom, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a ride to, to not push your ideas and your views and, and, and just support them in their own like unique individuality. So yeah, thank you. Thanks for doing that as a parent. It's great to hear. <laughs> well, I wasn't always like that. In 2008, my kids have memories of me, of coming downstairs uh, at the ages of, okay, so 2000, okay, now I'm going to have to do math in real time, which is going to be really embarrassing. So yeah, they're I like nine <laughs> and seven. My daughters remember coming down into the kitchen and mom is passed out from drinking herself into a coma the night before, asleep in the chair in the living room. And so they unfortunately, and they remember the arguments that my husband and I used to have about money as his business was failing and the liens were on the house. And we were, you know, in a state of massive financial crisis, 800 grand in debt, about to lose the house. And so it took a lot of work to get there. My daughters also have therapists, so they get to work their <laughs> shit out about me with the therapist. <laughs> I mean, I think it's important. I think everybody in the family needs a therapist. If you're so lucky to be able to have one, I mean, that is, that's absolutely amazing. Well, I want to yeah. get into your High Five Habit book. Um, I find this book genius because it's simple and it's poignant. And I, I loved listening to your audiobook because mm -hmm. I felt like I was listening to a friend. And so I want, if you can, just break into what is the High Five Habit and how, what point in your life, because like I said, you created these books from, from deep, uh, vulnerable points in your life, what point in your life kind of made you discover what this high five habit is? So the high five habit is like at, on its face, super simple. Um, I'm on a mission to get every man, woman, child to add a high five in the mirror to their morning routine. And you're going to find out exactly why right after this super quick break. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Mel was just explaining why adding a simple high five to your morning routine can have an amazing impact on your life. And I discovered this by mistake in April of 2020. And the backdrop doesn't even matter. I just was having a moment in life where life felt extraordinarily overwhelming. And I felt beaten down and lost and overwhelmed by the demands of my life. And one morning I found myself in the bathroom and I was doing my normal morning routine, which was picking myself apart as I brushed my teeth. And for whatever reason, I think it was divine intervention. I literally put my toothbrush down in a moment of sort of just, I guess I felt bad for the woman I saw in the mirror because she looked scared and sad and tired and beaten down. And I just raised my hand, as cheesy as it sounds, and high-fived myself in the mirror. And that was it. Like, that was all that happened. And, you know, I'm really thankful about the fact that in that moment, I felt something shift. It wasn't a big thing. It wasn't like life fucking altering in that moment. I just felt this little energy shift. And if you pay attention and you develop a skill of being present to the energy in your body, you can tell when you're on edge. You can tell when you're sort of neutral and grounded in your body. You can tell when you're excited and energized. Your energy in your nervous system does not lie. And what happened when I high-fived myself, the first thing that I noticed is I noticed that I went from uh, kind of dreading and feeling overwhelmed to a little switch of feeling, okay, knock it off, Mel. You got a roof over your head. Stop fucking bitching. Get out there and deal with your stuff. Like just sort of like the mm, kind of energy that I needed in that moment. And so the next morning I did it again and I did it again. And I started to notice bigger things. I started to notice that I was looking forward to it. I started to notice that my mood was shifting. I started to notice that I was feeling a little bit more optimistic, a little bit more energized. And, you know, there was a lot of big shit happening 
uh, that was very overwhelming. And yet this tiny little habit of just high-fiving the mirror, sending myself into the day with this little kind of high-five in the you know mirror to the woman that I was staring back at, it was changing the way that I saw myself. It was changing the way that I felt about my day. It was so hard to describe just how profound it was. And then one morning, I literally just snap a photo. I stick it on Instagram on my stories. I don't even say, hey, guys, try this. I literally, I've got my retainer in, for God's sake. So like, if I had known that was going to be the photo, I'm vain enough that I probably would have picked a different one. And uh, within an hour, 100 people from around the world had posted photos of them high-fiving themselves back. And I'm like, oh, whoa, okay, wait a minute. And then the stories started to roll in. And so this is what my thing is. I love making a difference in the lives of real people. Mm -hmm. And I think most of us are silently struggling whether we feel lonely or we feel lost or we feel disconnected or we feel scared or we're just languishing, the sense that you got the blah and you can't quite put your finger on it. Mm -hmm. And what I started to hear in people's stories that were coming in is that there was this overwhelming sense for people. And I don't know if it's the pandemic. I don't know if it's just modern life. I don't know if it's just that these are the kinds of folks that follow me online. But <laughs> I think it's very universal to just feel lost mm -hmm. right now. You know, especially two years into this unprecedented pandemic where everybody's nervous system has been flipped into a state of fight or flight. There is no way, unless you are a Buddhist monk, <laughs> that you are relaxed right now. Yeah, You're not even aware that the way that a fridge that needs to get serviced is humming in the background, that your nervous system is bracing. Mm -hmm. It's bracing for news that flights are canceled or the kids aren't going back or that your sister-in-law now has it or that it's going to be another fucking variant. Like something, we have lived through so much un, like sustained uncertainty mm -hmm. that everybody's nervous system is now flipped into on edge mode. And we're not built to live like this. We are built to flip between being on edge and being at rest and being, uh, you know, anxious versus being calm and confident. And so I took on a year and a half long research project with the millions of people that follow me. And what we can conclusively say is that if you add a high five to your morning routine, it will take you less than five days to have a neurological, chemical, and physiological change in your body that boosts your confidence, that boosts your mood, that gives you a little bit more energy, and most importantly, helps you reconnect and build a partnership with yourself. Wow. 
That's really profound. Five days. I mean, I don't know. There's not many pills that can say <laughs> I can help you in five days. I mean, what I ketamine what I, ketamine I'm, will help you help you in like two you hours. Go. Have you actually <laughs> have you tried that? Have you actually tried? I haven't tried ketamine. Uh, ketamine. I have not tried ketamine therapy, but okay. I my husband and I have done uh, guided MDMA therapy, both of us for childhood trauma, and mm-hmm. it has been absolutely the most profound thing I've ever done. Wow. Um, uh, I, I once heard somebody say, and I can't remember who it is, that, you know, trauma gets stored in your nervous system. Your body and your brain remember the traumatic experience, whether the trauma, trauma can be positive or negative, but most of us, you know, talk about the negative traumatic experiences. But the negative traumatic experiences are recorded in your nervous system. And I once heard somebody say, if you didn't talk yourself into the trauma, you will not be able to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. That you need a corresponding physical interruption to mm-hmm. smooth out the disruption that was caused by that event. That's and so what MDMA did for me and for my husband, because it suppresses the amygdala, Mm-hmm. So that when you take it, especially in that setting with a therapist guiding you and with a particular intention and a protocol for MAPS, is that it su- suppresses the amygdala so you don't have a terrifying fear response to it. Mm-hmm. You can open up your heart and revisit experiences and not have that like high nervous system response so that you can again, smooth out your nervous system in relation to the memory. You can give your brain a chance to slot the memories back into the proper long-term memory place. And it is game-changing. That's amazing. That's good to hear because I've actually been thinking about, you mentioned ketamine. I've done some research on ketamine and MDMA and different, different, therapies. Um, and I've, I've I, I love MDMA. Them, I would so. do MDMA all day long. <laughs> yeah. for God's sake. The one thing I don't want to do is ayahuasca because I have no yeah, interest in barfing so and pooping that. with a bunch of strangers. That's not, I don't need to, to, to have a hallucinogenic thing with terrifying frogs and monkeys only to realize <laughs> that, oh, I can get myself through anything. That's the big thing I got out of this. <laughs> I feel you so hard on that one. I, well, what I find really interesting about the high five is that you know, we are very, um, we're very literate in this language of judgment in our head, right? And so, and we're not very literate in the language of compassion, self-compassion. And I think we, we're, when we try to talk to people and ourselves about the self-compassion piece, it's like, well, how do I begin? How do I start? And how do I start to have this conversation and change the script? And the great thing about the high five is like, for me, when I listen to you talk, it's like, oh, that's that's the thing that starts to change the scripts. And then we can go from there. But you're right. You have to have a different experience um, in place of of the negative. You can't just start, I've found, you can't just dive into like, oh, I'm going to be now compassionate to myself. There has to be this physical process. And that's what I love about this high five is like, it's so simple. And it starts a different conversation. Yeah, like the the power in it. And there's there's a tremendous amount of, um, you know, we've, we've simplified it so it's still entertaining, research in the book. Right. But I think the thing that makes sense at a common sense level is 
for most of us, we have been so horrible to ourselves for decades. Like your resting default is to say, oh, you fucked up. Oh, you did that wrong. Oh, you're not as pretty as, oh, you're never going to amount to, oh, your next boat won't be this. Oh, you screwed that up. Oh, this person hates you. Like you're just, you don't even realize how relentless the beatdown is. There's this mm -hmm. cognitive dissonance because you're so used to hearing it. It's almost like, you know, if you really stop and think about it, it's either your mother or your father or some other caregiver's voice. Mm -hmm. Or there was a traumatic experience that locked some type of criticism into your mind. Mm -hmm. and brains are designed to learn patterns. And so, you know, you didn't mean to, but you just adopted the same way your mom was hard on herself, you're now hard on you. The same way your dad was hard on you, you're now hard on you. It's what's familiar, so you keep repeating it. And when you repeat it so much, you don't even realize, like I had no idea how hard I was on myself. Like here I am, you know, I've, I've, I've reinvented myself. I've clawed my way out of the first hole. I have built a business. I've paid back the 800 grand in debt. I've gotten the liens off the house. I have, you know, helped millions of people. When I looked in the mirror, I saw a person who I hated. I saw all the things that I had done wrong in my life. I saw all the things that I wasn't doing. And I saw the major gap between me and the people that I, at the time, thought were better than me. And that's what I focused on. You know, I once, I, I recently had a friend say, you're the most successful person I know who's just as miserable as she is successful because you, you have been so hard on yourself. Yeah. And he was right. He was right. And, and it wasn't until this, this simple habit of raising your hand and high-fiving yourself that it kind of broke everything open. And, you know, here's why this works. You already said it. You're a genius. It's because it's a physical action. Mm -hmm. your brain and your eyeballs are watching you high-five yourself. And so you are demonstrating through the action of high-fiving your own reflection that you believe in yourself, that you forgive yourself, that you're going to try your best today, and that no matter what, you have your own back. So even on your worst mornings, even on those mornings where you wake up and you've drank a bottle of wine last night and you didn't do what you said you were going to do and you blew off the gym and you're already bitched at your kids. <laughs> if you can high five yourself, it's not a congratulation for screwing up. It's a, I see you. Yesterday was hard. Today's going to be better. And so it's a, it's a demonstration of kindness, of compassion, of support. And that is a skill that we all need to develop. And, you know, by God, I just happened to figure out a little hack that you can add to your morning routine that will help you build that skill. Well, I mean, it's a, yes, it's a little hack, but there's, can you go into the science a little bit on why? And like, I also found it so interesting how, you know, this is a high five is something that we've been giving each other forever, like since we can remember and like, and how that's already programmed into us and what it means. Can you just dive into that a little bit? Because I, I found sure. that so cool. This is really cool. Um, like the first thing that's really cool is that we're not really teaching you anything new. <laughs> when you add a high five to your morning routine, we're unlocking programming 
that's in your brain associated with supporting other people. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to aim it back at you to override decades of self-criticism and self-hatred. And so when you give somebody a high five, Leanne, what does it mean when you go and high five somebody? Great job. Like you're kicking ass, you know? Yeah. I see you. Yeah. We're in this together. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever high-fived anybody and thought, I fucking hate you? (laughs) Yes. No. 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 You've never high-fived somebody and said, I hope you lose. May the next article they write about you be terrible. You know, like, (laughs) it's just like, you just, it's not even possible for your brain to think something negative. Because the wiring with the physical action is a thousand percent positive. And this is true for absolutely everybody. And so it's, it's, that's one reason why it works. The other reason why this works is because your brain doesn't know the difference between, uh, you high fiving me or you, Leanne, high fiving Leanne's reflection in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So your brain automatically not only grabs the positive programming, but it also gives you a drip of dopamine, which boosts your mood. And it also triggers your nervous system to give you a jolt of celebratory energy. And that's why when you high five yourself in the mirror, you'll either laugh or you smile. And it's also why, even though it feels kind of stupid and corny, you can't deny the fact that your mood has changed from when you stepped in the bathroom to when you leave the bathroom because of the damn high five. And it's what it's doing physiologically. And on that note, we're going to cut away for a super quick break, but we'll be right back with more Mel Robbins. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome back. Mel and I were just talking about the powerful impact the simple act of high-fiving your reflection can have. I've found when I when I started doing this myself, I found that at the beginning there was there was a real sense of vulnerability of looking myself in the eye and I'll I'll cry now thinking about it. There was like there there was sadness and tears and because I think at first for me, at least, because I think that it's, I recognized how little I actually look at myself in the mirror. I don't know. For me, like I've, I've avoided mirrors. I don't even like mirrors half the time. I think probably a lot of people can relate to that. I, because when I look at myself, what comes up is I'm going to judge, like you're saying, what happened to you? I'm going to judge every single thing about myself. And to look at myself in the mirror with this sense of I see you. I've got you. I love you. Um, The first thing that brought up for me was just like, oh, grief. Yeah. Say more about the grief, because this is the universal experience. People have 50 percent of men and women based on our research cannot or will not look at themselves in the mirror. Because Because they are. Yeah. They're either Mm -hmm. sad about where they are Mm -hmm. or disgusted by where they are mm-hmm. or feel ashamed and haven't yeah. forgive themselves. I was going to say there's so are. much shame there. I think for a lot of people and the grief for me is that there's a lot of grief around spending almost four decades of my life. I mean, I wouldn't say it's been that long now because I've last several years have been about showing up for myself in these new ways. Um, but about spending decades where I have looked, I've avoided the mirror you know, and to be able to finally come and and experience myself in a new way with compassion and love, there's grief for all those years that I wasn't able to do that. That is the most beautiful explanation of why this is such a profound thing to add to your morning routine. I had the exact same experience. The reason why I did so many things that I regretted is because I didn't feel seen or heard or loved. The reason why I cheated in my past was because I didn't feel those things in my relationship. And what I've come to learn as a 53-year-old woman is that I also did not feel those things for myself. Yeah. And so I was constantly seeking either a way to numb the pain or I was seeking a new relationship 
that would make me feel seen and heard and validated. But what I was really dealing with was a deep sense of emptiness inside. And what's happened by being able to stand and look at myself in the mirror, something I couldn't do for decades either because of all the regret, is I don't even see my face anymore. I just see a human being who I care about and who I am cheering and rooting for. I see a woman who's trying her best. And that's what has allowed me to finally forgive myself for the things that I did that I used to say I wish I could change. If I could do anything, I'd take away the pain that I caused. But I wouldn't change the things that I did because I needed those things to actually find my way here. I 100% agree with you. And I I know I've I've said in the past um what you know, is coming I, up for you? Like oh, no, what's resonating cuz I see you. It's, no, I'm crying. I'm crying right now. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Um yeah, no. I it's think it's beautiful. Like it's there's a lot of um a lot of grace that I feel that is coming up in this conversation and that I'm learning how to give myself. And um yeah. Yeah, I'm so, I'm like, I'm hormonal today, <laughs> but it is, it's not just that. Oh my it's- God. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to break the, the the mood here. My, I literally have been menopausal for two years and not had my period. My fucking daughters have been home for uh, break. Yes. Oh, that will do it. I just got my period. I was like, oh, really? are you kidding me? I'm around two 20 year olds for two years. I have had nothing. And now all of a sudden I've got to buy tampons again. <laughs> oh this my is God, that crazy. is crazy. That is funny. Well, well you I know am, what else I was going to... Yeah, go ahead. No, no I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of I'm ovulating right now. And I'm like, this is what happens to me when I ovulate. And it's like, yeah, it's I learning your cycle and your hormones. This is another place of where I'm learning compassion for myself. Because it's like, I'm, I get angry, frustrated and all the things. And I think every woman out there can understand. And it's, it's, I think what you're seeing is the compassion that I'm learning to give myself. And it's like... Like I said earlier, it's kind of, it's been this mental construct and these, you know, it's been in my head and it hasn't been, I haven't been able to quite drop that into my body. And it's, it's now new for me to be able to, to love myself. And it changes everything. (laughs) It changes everything. And, and, you know, the thing that I, um, I was surprised by when I started practicing this skill of being compassionate and kind to myself and forgiving of myself and understanding and being supportive of myself is um, how it doesn't like make you arrogant. It just lifts up your entire experience of life. And, you know, I understand the grief too, because it's only when you start to crack this open and practice the opposite of what you have been doing. Mm -hmm in terms of practicing being kind, practicing being supportive, practicing seeing yourself and uh, caring for yourself, you know, in a very emotional way that you realize what an asshole you've been and how much pain you've been in and why you've been drinking so much and running so fast and trying to prove to the world that no, 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 no. I'm not like, I'm actually a good person when you didn't feel like one. And so being able to align how you want to feel about yourself which is that I am a good person and I do matter 
with how you treat and speak to yourself is the ultimate superpower. And, you know, being a mom, you know, having daughters, it's been one of the challenges is watching how they speak to themselves, watching how hard they are on themselves. They clearly picked it up for me from society. Everybody does. And I love that they have the chance to intervene and learn how to treat themselves differently at this age Mm -hmm. rather than waiting another three decades, which is how long it took me. Yeah. I mean, I even feel like at 39, I feel like I'm doing pretty good. Like, I'm like, I'm I'm doing this pretty young, actually. Um, Very. Yeah. And I, that's what I love. I think what you're tapping into right now too, about the next generation is hopefully that just happens earlier and earlier. Um, And, you know, I'm sure as a mom, that's got to be incredibly challenging to see what they have picked up from you that now you're shifting for yourself and you're like, wait, 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 (laughs) don't get too hooked into that pattern. (laughs) We can shift that. And I'm sure that's got to be incredibly challenging. Yeah. You know, like I, I, um, it's hard not to blame everything bad that happens on your kid on some fault of your Mm -hmm. own. And I don't think there's any parent on the planet that doesn't do something to traumatize or screw their kids up. <laughs> right. It's really like, I don't, it's not it's possible. True. Yeah. Because there's a big difference between knowing that you're loved and feeling that you're loved. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we do things and we rely on the fact that our kids know that we love them. Right. Even though we treat them with disrespect or bully them or manipulate them emotionally to do things they don't want to do, when you start to consider that it's a whole different ballgame if what you aim to do is to make somebody feel loved, not know that they're loved, but feel loved, you show up differently because people process that differently. You know, if you, whether you're talking about love languages or you're just talking about somebody's needs and how they like to express themselves, making somebody feel loved looks very different human by human. Wow. That is, that is super profound, actually. I, not actually, but it is profound um, because I just, I literally, before we got on here, um, I'm working with this doctor right now. This is absolutely wonderful. And she had me take the love language test and I've taken it in the past, but it shifted. And um, oh, really? Has, yeah, it shifted for me. Mine are now acts of service where I think in the past it used to be more of words of affirmation. And so now mm-hmm. mine are acts of service. I joke that it's like, okay, I'm exhausted more these days. So I really love when people take care of me and do things that I need. Um, but yeah, I know it's, it's amazing that you just said that because that has been at the forefront of my mind this morning. And that shift is, yeah, that just blew my mind right now. I was like, wow, if you could, if we could only look at our relationships in that way of, and with ourselves of not just, not just saying, and this is something that I've been playing with for myself is, you know, showing, showing up for myself. And, you know, that, that high five is showing up for ourselves every day. I I was listening to something the other day and someone was mentioning Mary Oliver, the poet was asked how she showed up to write, how she was able to write all these great poems. And she said, because I kept my appointment and that 
helped me so so um deeply because I'm I realized the shifts in my life are happening daily now and to a level where it's um it's it's a quickening and it's because I'm keeping my appointment and mm-hmm. that's what I love you know with the high five it's like it's such a simple appointment to keep and w- if we start there then what other appointments are we going to keep with ourselves and that's you know and not only not only with ourselves but with those we love you know it's like how am i showing up for myself but then also like how am i keeping my appointment with those important relationships around me in my life and you know when you're saying to make people feel loved not just not just having them mentally understand that that just kind of in all the things that have been coming up and flowing through my life that just yeah that was perfect so Thanks. I'm sure everybody else got something out of that, but I don't care. I just got something out of it. <laughs> well, also make sure, make sure that you answer the question, what makes you feel loved? Yes. Yeah. Because other people can't read your mind and your body language and your nervous mm-hmm. system. And so that's very true. It's only through asking my husband, my kids, my you know, colleagues, my friends, what makes you feel supported or loved? Mm-hmm. All right, my friends, that's where we're going to wrap part one of my wonderful conversation with the very wise Mel Robbins. Be sure to tune into the second half where we'll more deeply dive into showing up in relationships for ourselves and the polarizing role of medication within the self-help space. It's a fascinating discussion, and I know you'll take away tons of tools from it. So I'll see you then. In the meantime, please share this episode with anyone in your life who might benefit from its message. And be sure to leave me a comment or a rating wherever you're listening. I love getting your feedback. Until we connect on the next Holy Human, take care of one another. Bye. Holy Human with me, Leanne Rhymes, is a production of iHeartRadio. You'll find Holy Human with Leanne Rhymes on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get the podcasts that matter most to you. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com 
That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.